Now, it's not, as I mentioned, I think it's a dead zone between the Oscars and the Cannes Film Festival. No one really is, um, anything that's going to be critically that great. Um, might be the odd interesting movie, but I haven't seen one. So I'm left with reviewing 300 Rise of an Empire, and I didn't think I would be. Um, the original was 2006, 300, and it was... Um, about a battle in ancient Greece between the ancient Greeks, well, the Spartan part of Greece, and the Persian army from Xerxes, who was the, the leader of the, per- the god king of the Persian army. I wasn't a fan of it. It was a hyper-stylized film in, by the um, people that produced Sin City, uh, and there's a sequel to Sin City coming out, which is a fascinating prospect. And I had to say I thought uh, Sin City was fantastic, but I thought 300 was... Um, a little idiotic, and it came under fire for being racist against Persians, saying that the and Frank Miller, the graphic artist who was responsible for penning that, uh, I think he's a writer rather than the illustrator, does hold very right wing views. But I thought it was too dumb a film to be effectively racist. Really, a lot of films do that, where they will have, um, you know, the white characters will be noble and fight off hundreds of these rampaging people that aren't white and so on, and it got a bit of a stick for that, particularly in Iran, and they weren't impressed by it at all. Um, but for me, it just wasn't an interesting film. It was uh, stylized to the point of uh, redundancy, really. It was uh, Gerard Butler doing that famous Gerard Butler scream face where he ju- he's jumping off of a cliff or a balcony with a sword in his hand and his wide mouth open. Um, but I just well, didn't really do anything for me. Now, this uh, new film, 300 Rise of an Empire, which is produced by Zack Snyder, who directed the original 300, and I'm still not sold on as being a, a particularly good director, moves over to the production side. And Noam Murrow is the guy that actually directs this film. And I thought it was going to be dumb, and I thought it was going to be uh, a lesser film than the original, so I thought I'd hate it. But I actually reversed my opinion whilst watching it. Um, it stars uh, Sullivan Stapleton, um, who is uh, a as a noble Greek soldier who's responsible for, I think, killing Xerxes' father in a battle, ten, a battle of Marathon ten years before, and a lot of the elements of history involved and the actual characters in these films are real, uh, although they do bend their occurrences when they were not actually in this battle or that battle, and so on. But the the basis for the actual Persian invasion of Greece and the unification of Sparta and all of the different elements that made up Greece and all that are broadly true. Uh, and this one focuses on um, the invasion of, of the Greek territories from one end by Xerxes, and that's the elements that were in the original 300 film, and in the south of Greece by sea. Um, and that takes um, basically it puts the events that happened in the original 300 happening at the same time as the events here just in different places um, I've lost the uh, Greek name of the lady the um, the cast is not that interesting really um, the only reason uh, that there's a couple of reasons why I really didn't hate this film and actually quite liked it it follows basically battle after battle where politics are involved and where um one side won't you know go along with the rest of the greek nation and help them and then they have all these uh, decisive sea battles some of them which actually did happen and they basically had a thousand strong persian fleet and 
as in the other 300 movie, a tiny Greek force to fight them off and follows the base, same basic pattern. But the, a number of things stood out for me. One is this is a quite a thoughtful film compared to the original, which was so unbearably gung-ho. This one, I don't know whether it was the intention or not, but it's actually fairly downbeat. It's certainly not as gung-ho as the original. It is as bloodthirsty as the original, and the, the amount of blood and gore and, and violence is... Um, quite something it's certainly as strong as you'll get in a in a mainstream film but the reasons i liked it first and foremost eva green who plays the uh persian she's actually a, a greek that has defected to persia after being abused as a child by the greeks and um she's now their military leader in the, uh, a naval battle and she's also the right hand woman of xerxes who's the leader of the entire persian empire at the time Eva Green, I always liked since I saw her in Casino Royale. I thought she was possibly the best Bond girl ever, even though she didn't really embody any element of a Bond girl. She was a terrific character, and it was a great performance. And I haven't seen her in much else. I didn't even realise she was French for a start. But she is magnificent in this. It's one of the most over the... Well, it's not so much over the top, but it's one of the most full-on super villain performances i've seen in recent times she's incredible in it and you don't know whether to laugh or put your hands over your eyes but i thought she was magnificent and they even have quite a full-on sex scene in it where she just lets it all hang out as well she really does give everything in this role and she streets ahead really of any other actor in it St uh, sullivan stapleton's not really been in anything else up until now other than tv work and the odd film in a, a much more low-key capacity and he's perfectly fine but he's just noble and boring but Eva Green is worth the price of admission for this film. She's a, a bit of a nutcase, it must be said, but in a in a quite a, a cinematic way. And the other things that really I I was stunned by is the use of CGI and visuals in it. Although it was used for great effect in the first 300 film, it was very very cartoonish. Uh, a lot of this happens at sea, and I don't think I've ever seen sea battles used in quite such a cinematic way. The sea here. It's like something out of a Turner painting. It's just hyper real. Uh, the visuals that happen are, are very sort of poetic and the colour schemes are very good. And there is some dazzling imagery in it, really, really dazzling imagery. Um, and the fact that it's not so gung-ho and it is a little bit on the thoughtful side. I actually quite like this movie. So even though I thought I'd hate it, I'm probably going to have to give it a... 7 out of 10, which is way above what most people are giving it. I just thought... It had some poetic stuff going on that was probably beyond itself. Anyway, so 7 out of 10 for 300, Rise of an Empire. No masterpiece, but visually spectacular, and Eva Green is spectacular. Now, this is a track from one of my favourite uh, Luna 